Good Thursday morning, everyone. It is Thursday, December 20th. It is 8.06 a.m. We are five days away from Christmas, four days away from Christmas Eve. I hope you guys all have your holiday shopping done. Um, Generally speaking, people will uh, celebrate Christmas, Christmas Day, but I get two Christmases, actually, because my wife's family will celebrate Christmas on Christmas Eve, so I get to celebrate there. We have our annual Nerf gun fight Christmas Eve night after uh, all the presents are open. It's really a lot of fun, and it's just a good, great time to be around family. After Christmas time, the 27th of December, my wife and I will be heading to Charlotte, North Carolina to see my little brother get married. I'm the best man at the wedding, so I've got to come up with a speech and everything. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun, so this is I'm very excited about this holiday time of season, and I hope you guys are as well. Christmas is easily uh, the best time of year in my book, especially with all the decorations, going out and uh, being with family, finding gifts for your loved ones uh, that would mean a lot to them. There's just a lot of fun in looking for gifts like that, so uh, I wish each and every one of you a Merry Christmas this time of year. Um, you'll be hearing that from me probably a little more as we get closer to Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. But we've got some sports news to cover right now, guys, and we're going to kick things off with the NFL. First, some bad news. Josh Gordon has once again, or is once again, facing an indefinite suspension from the NFL after yet another failed drug test. On Thursday, this is from NFL.com. On Thursday morning, NFL Network's Tom Pelissero reported that Josh Gordon is facing another indefinite suspension for violating terms of his reinstatement under the substance abuse policy per source. Shortly before, Gordon released a statement that read in part, Quote, I will be stepping away from the football field for a bit to focus on my mental health, end quote. And unfortunately, there was a report from Adam, Adam Schefter that this could be a life ban. Just the NFL is probably just getting sick of constantly dealing with Gordon and they've had enough. Um, it's really a sad story. Just I remember reading the article Josh wrote for the Players' Tribune and he discussed how coaches from the University of Baylor would visit his dorm room with drugs and just give them to him. Uh, this would be before practice, sometimes even on game day. And um, it, truly a disgusting situation from uh, that football program. And obviously it's in the past. Art Bryles has been fired, but the fact that he let that go on, I'm not sure he knew about it. I, I don't have any proof of that or anything, but... If he knew that was going on and he got this young man addicted to, you know, all sorts of drugs and stuff like that, that that bled over into his professional career, it's truly a, a sick display. Um, obviously, uh, I personally feel like weed, it should be one of the drugs that's okay for athletes to partake in. They could be doing much worse. I myself... You know, I've never partaken in it, so I don't know. But uh, there's there's a lot worse out there. So uh, the NFL, in my opinion, should ease up on it. Um, he's not harming anyone. Um, it's just a sad situation that his career it could be in shambles because he had the potential to be one of the greatest receivers out there uh, in this generation. And I remember that one season he av- had over... 
it had close to 2,000 yards, 1,800 yards receiving, if I'm not mistaken. Just an incredible talent. So to see this happen is truly disappointing, and I wish him nothing but the best. Now, I wanted to discuss the standings with you guys as well before we moved on as we look at the uh, AFC standings. The Kansas City Chiefs lead currently at 11-3. The Houston Texans are at number two at 10-4. What an amazing turnaround of a season they had after starting 0-3. They've gone 10-1 since. The New England Patriots sit at 9-5 and and at number three, but now that uh, Josh Gordon's gone, that's certainly going to make things a little more difficult for them. Pittsburgh Steelers coming at number four at eight, five, and one. The Los Angeles Chargers are at eleven and three, at sitting at number five, and that's only because they are behind Kansas City technically in the AFC West standings. And the Baltimore Ravens sit at number six at eight and six. In the hunt, the Indianapolis Colts are at eight and six. The Tennessee Titans are at eight and six. Miami, the Dolphins of Miami are at seven and seven, and the Cleveland Browns are at six and seven. As we move on to the a, uh, the NFC, excuse me, the uh, New Orleans Saints sit at 12 and two. The Los Angeles Rams are at 11 and three, though they have been struggling lately. The Chicago Bears, one of those teams to beat the Rams, are at nine and four. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys sit at eight and six. The Seattle Seahawks are at eight and six. They play Kansas City this week, and they certainly could use a win there to boost their chances. And the Minnesota Vikings are at seven and six. Uh, and one uh, in the hunt, the Eagles are at seven and seven, Redskins at seven and seven, and Panthers at six and eight. And that's going to do it for the NFL. Let's go ahead and jump to the NBA. There was a lot to get to through the NBA last night, so let's jump in. First, with the San Antonio Spurs sitting at 17 and 15, defeating the Orlando Magic by a score of 129 to 90. The Magic, as a result, fall to 14 and 16. Lamarcus Aldridge finished with 20 points, and Marco Bellinelli, the sharpshooter from Italy, added 18 of his own. DJ Augustine had 17 points for the Magic. The 76ers defeated the New York Knicks by a score of 131 to 109. Joel Embiid led the way for the Sixers with 24 points and 10 rebounds, while Jimmy Butler added 20 of his own. Tim Hardaway Jr. had 27 points for the Knicks. The 76ers improved to 21 and 12 with the win. The Phoenix Suns got the win over the Boston Celtics at Boston last night with a score of 111 to 103. Devin Booker dominated with 25 points, 8 assists, and 5 rebounds, and DeAndre Ayton, boy did he show off his potential last night with 23 points and 18 rebounds, an impressive double-double. Um, Kyrie Irving had 29 points and 10 assists in the losing effort. Boston falls to 18-12 and 12 on the season, which is very surprising for such a talented roster. And Devin Booker, by the way, that is where he had his 70-point night in Boston. A pretty impressive matchup between Milwaukee, the team with the second-best record in the NBA, taking on the Pelicans. They got the win, 123-115. to Giannis Antetokounmpo had 25 points, 8 assists, and 8 rebounds in the win. Anthony Davis had 27 points and 11 rebounds. 
for the Pelicans. After the game, Giannis spoke to Davis and asked him to join the Bucks. Boy, would that be an impressive team right there. Giannis Antetokounmpo and Anthony Davis on the same roster. Good luck getting a shot off over that wingspan. Elsewhere, the Houston Rockets improved their record to 16 and 14 after they defeated the Washington Wizards by a score of 136 to 118. The team as a total hit 26 threes on the night. That's good for the NBA record. James Harden had 35 points and 9 assists in the win, and Bradley Beal led the way for the Wizards with 28 points and 7 assists as their disappointing season continues. The Jazz improved to 15 and 17 with the win over Golden State last night, 108 to 103. Golden State falls to 21 and 11. KD and Steph Curry combined for 62 points between them, but they still could not pull out the win. Very surprising and very impressive win from Utah as they de- as they defeat the defending champion Golden State Warriors. The Oklahoma City Thunder improved to 20 and 10 on the season as they defeated the Sacramento Kings 132 to 113. Paul George had a very impressive 43 point and 12 rebound outing. Stephen Adams had himself a night with 20 points and 23 rebounds, and Russell Westbrook added another triple double to his totals with 19 points, 17 assists, and 11 rebounds. Stopping there for a moment. Russell Westbrook, if he focused more on being a distributor, a defensive threat uh, presence, and a rebounder, instead of focusing on his shooting so much, I feel like he would be one of the premier players in the league. And he certainly is, don't get me wrong. His talent is undeniable, and he's one of the most explosive players I've ever laid eyes on. But if he would focus more on distributing and... uh, let, making this team run like a well-oiled machine, you know, a true point guard. I think the Thunder would be a true dangerous contender, but until that time, I'm sorry, I just don't see them coming out of the West. Any, in any case, rant over. Uh, we're going to move on to, uh, that's that's all the matchups I covered from the NBA last night. Let's take a pause for a moment and we'll move on uh, to college football. On to the other gridiron, college football. Uh, It was early signing day yesterday, and uh, there was a lot of television coverage of, you know, the top recruits picking which hat they're going to put on their head, and they make a huge spectacle out of it, blah, blah, blah. As a Washington State fan, you know, there's no hope you're going to land any of those guys, so you don't even bother tuning in. But there were a lot of recruits big recruits who made their commitments yesterday. So let's go ahead and just dive into the top 10 according to 24-7 Sports. The Alabama Crimson Tide, shocker, came in at number one with three five-star commits, 22 four-star commits for a a grand total of 26 total commits. Uh, There was one three-star commit. Georgia came in at number two with five five five-star commits and 14 four-star commits. Texas A&M had two five-star and 12 four-stars. And let me just make it clear that these aren't their total commits, uh, the total number of their commitments, rather. Uh, I got the five and four-stars listed here. Uh, Number four, LSU, had three five-stars and ten four-stars. So again, those are four SEC schools that came in at in the top 10 and they're the first four so the sec continuing to dominate the recruiting market oregon 
jumped back up into the top 10 for the first time in a while and landing at number five, one five-star recruit and 11 four-stars. Oklahoma had two five-star recruits and 12 four-stars. Clemson had two five-stars and 10 four-stars. Michigan comes in at number eight with one five-star and 15 four-stars. A good day for Jim Harbaugh and the Michigan Wolverines. Texas edged their way into the top 10 with number nine with 13 four-star commits. And Penn State came in at one five-star and 16 four-stars of their own. So that wrapped up the early recruiting period. Uh, they, I believe there's still three to four, close to a month more of recruiting to do. But most of their teams got the, the bulk load of the commits that they had to get yesterday. So uh, that was kind of early Christmas for college football. Um, I, ha- I didn't check to see if there was any bowl games today. Let me double check for you guys. I believe there was a small one. Let's take a look here. The the Gasparilla Bowl between Marshall and South Florida. Marshall uh, out of the Big East Conference, I want to say, and then South Florida out of the American. They both could be American teams. I'm not sure. Uh, that's going to be on ESPN tonight. So if you want to check some college football action out, you can watch there on ESPN. All right, guys, we have one more segment for you, and that is Manchester United. Uh, So a report came out yesterday. This one's near and dear to me. Tottenham Hotspur stopped Mauricio Pochettino from answering questions about Manchester United and his future at the club press conference ahead of the team's match at Everton on Sunday. My favorite club is Tottenham Hotspur, Harry Kane, Christian Eriksen, Hyungmin Son, those are all uh, Delhi Alley. Throw him in there. Um, that's that's the club I've been following because I'm a San Antonio Spurs fan, so it made sense to root for a Tottenham Hotspur. Um, but it sounds like Manchester United is trying to poach uh, the manager of Tottenham Hotspur. Uh, the Old Trafford club's interest in Pochettino has dominated the news agenda since Jose Mourinho's firing on Tuesday, with questions about it already put to the Argentine of, on the day before Wednesday's League Cup win over Arsenal. Sky Ports attempted to ask another question about the situation, although ultimately uh, Southampton's Les Reed said Pochettino never lost focus where there were stories about him initially moving to the Spurs in 2014. Only for Tottenham head of communication Simon Felstein to interrupt and block the question. So Tottenham Hotspur do not want any discussion about uh, Pochettino's future with the club or with Manchester United. Uh, Manchester United is all over it. Zidane, uh, Zanin Zidane is another candidate. Uh, formerly the coach of Real Madrid. He stepped away, and uh, he has been linked with Manchester United uh, to be their next uh, captain. So that a lot of lot of stories unfolding here when it comes to Manchester United, who by American standards is the Dallas Cowboys of the soccer world. So a very popular club, a lot of intrigue, and I'll be sure to keep you guys posted here on Garrison Talk Sports. Hey guys, thanks so much for listening to this episode of Garrison Talk Sports here on Anchor. You can find my entire library of episodes right here on my Anchor profile, uh, but I'll also be posting them to my Facebook page, and then Anchor is kind enough to post them to 
uh, Spotify, uh, Google Play Music, iTunes, to name a few. There's a whole slew of others that I just don't have the time to memorize. Um, I really appreciate your guys' support. If you have any questions, comments, uh, criticisms even, leave them here. Uh, call in, whatever. I'll be sure to uh, listen to it and see what you have to say. Every time you guys listen to the ad that plays at the end of my episodes, uh, I, I have a chance to make some moolah. So please feel free to listen to my episodes as much as you want. Um, I'll be I'll be doing my best to bring you uh, new content each and every day throughout the week. Uh, again, I want to try and make four to five episodes each and every week, try to make this a regular show. Uh, but we'll see how this goes. So again, thanks so much for your support, guys, and have a good rest of your day. It is Thursday, December 20th. Uh, it is about 8.29 a.m. my time, and uh, I will see you guys tomorrow.